Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you and please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. So today we've got a really interesting one. I haven't come across this. Actually, somebody brought this one to my attention. And uh, it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, it has to do with a musician who put out an album named UFO ironically enough and then later he mysteriously disappears in the desert leading some to believe that Jim Sullivan was abducted by aliens as he predicted he would be in the album UFO so let's get into this okay so according to articles Sullivan produced two albums. He released his first album, UFO, in 1969. The record didn't do very well at the time, but the 29-minute, which is nothing compared to records these days, I mean, sometimes you got albums that last like over an hour, um, but the 29-minute piece became a cult classic over the years, not before something strange happened. So he wasn't super, like, super, super famous, right? But admirers and listeners of his music stated he had this raspy, Americana-type style to his voice that was part country, part rock, and um, he, was, he was struggling, but he was trying to become famous. Um, so his career didn't get a whole lot of credence at the time, uh, or, you know, apparent, you know, you know, famous uh, attention from big, big name, you know, publications like Rolling Stone or anything like that or Time Magazine. But despite this, he continued to pursue his career in music. Jim Sullivan then released his second album, which was released in 1972, three years later. So Sullivan used to sing at uh, The Raft, a bar in Malibu. Malibu's pretty big, right? You know, you get a lot of rich people there. Um, and he kind of became a celebrity. His talent was recognized by a group of sponsors who funded his first album. In his words, he excluded all, or he exuded, I'm not sorry, sorry, exuded all of the otherworldly presence that, according to the artist, was necessary when composing UFO. 
So needless to say, he was very familiar with ufology, followed it, read up on it, was interested in it, and even incorporated it into his music. His music was described as somewhat psychedelic, and individuals really liked it, whether they believed in UFO or not. Jim Sullivan was said to be obsessed with UFOs and such extraterrestrial presences, which became pretty apparent after his album. Sullivan continued to perform at the Raft and other bars for the next six years. Uh, he was married and did have a kid, uh, but his life started to fall apart. Some of his songs he suspected had been stolen, although who stole them and why isn't reported here. This was also coupled with a number of other factors and contributed to his melancholy attitude uh, at this time, and he began to dabble in alcoholism. So by 1975, three years after the release of his second album, Sullivan packed his belongings and drove to Nashville alone in his Volkswagen Beetle in search of a job. He told his wife Carol and his son Chris that they would join him once he was financially secure. That was the last time his family ever saw him. Interestingly enough, you know, why would you leave your family behind, you know, in California, where it's more expensive in travel halfway across the country? Uh, you know, I know it happens, but it just seems somewhat reckless. He was last seen in a motel on Route 66, which is a huge connecting highway from California halfway across the country. Uh, police reports suggested that he had not slept on the bed in his room, which was locked from the inside. Sounds like he didn't even make it in, into the room. Jim Sullivan's car was discovered 25 miles from the motel outside a property. Jim's wallet, guitar, clothing, tapes, and other items were discovered in the car. Sullivan's manager, Robert Ginter, later stated and alleged that they were discussing what they would do if they had to disappear in the early hours of the morning. Jim declared he would go into the desert and never return. The manager's statements, along with UFO lyrics, only prompted people to have one explanation. Alien abduction. Now, this is really interesting because of a few things, right? His career's not going great. He's upset about it, clearly. He's willing to leave his wife and his child behind to go pursue it halfway across the country. Um where he stated he would he would continue to pursue it in Nashville, which was a huge music city and still is huge music city in the Midwest, right? And that's that's the goal, right? If you want to become famous, if you're in country or rock, mostly country, you're going to go to Nashville. Um, but 25 miles away, his car is found. Here's the thing with alien abductions, right, is that they typically don't find your car miles away from your location occasionally they may find you miles away 
But even that's really rare. That was like in the case of Travis Walton and a few others. The vast majority of abductions, and there's millions of abductions every year, people are placed right back in their beds. Right? Placed right back in their beds. Sleep safe and sound. Didn't even know what happened. Some people do know what happened. Some people were abducted on the road. And they find themselves awake a few you know hours later still driving down the road and they're like wait what the heck happened how is it it was just five o'clock now it's eight o'clock what happened to the three hours of missing time so these things happen but for somebody to merely disappear completely makes you wonder especially given the statements from his manager stating that they had already discussed what they would need to do if they had to escape quote-unquote in the early hours of dawn uh, and that, um, you know, Sullivan stated he would just go into the desert and disappear. Well, did he just do one of these suicide walks that uh, are reported by Native Americans and by Japanese culture, where if you get too old, too sick, uh, you're at the end of your life and you, you don't have much purpose. What they do is they walk off into the forest and die. They, they, they intentionally die. They don't, you know, do anything, you know, you know, to commit suicide per se, uh, but they walk off into the desert and they just allow their themselves to die. They will themselves to die, so to speak. Kind of when you think about like the, uh, the broken heart syndrome, right? That's a real syndrome. That's not just, you know, being sad and, and, you know, depressed, you get so sad to the point where your heart actually just gives out. You get so depressed because somebody, you know, your family member died. Uh, your wife, your husband, your partner close to you dies. And basically your spirit wills your body to die. And it's a, it's, it's a real syndrome. So could it be that Sullivan was just so upset about his career that he told his manager that he would just walk out into the desert and disappear. Now, disappear was his words. Could he have had an alien contact and been in communication with them and stated that, hey, if things get really bad, guess what? I just want you guys to pick me up, take me wherever you'd like to take me, do whatever experiments you want to do, take me to another planet maybe, let me integrate into your society, uh, or let me tell you about human society or whatever the case is. And they were his alien, uh, liaison and they took him up on the craft and took him up on the offer. Is that possible? That's possible. Project Serpo just tells us, tells us that it is. Project Serpo, you know, took scientists, took other military members and took them to another planet for 12 years. So, is it possible? Sure, 100%. Is it possible that he walked off into the desert and did a, you know, kind of a, these these suicide walks and, and, and uh, you know, no advocation for that, but, you know, just saying that it, these things do occur and they're part of our history, so it is possible. Um, you know, what is it that, that you know, Mr. Sullivan did? And, and, you know, why wouldn't he leave a note for his family if that was the case, if he thought he might be coming back? Um, who knows, but his body was never found. You know, if he walked off into the desert and, you know, and did die, 
his body would be found at some point, right? By some some hikers, some travelers. It was never found. So, what happened to Mr. Sullivan? Who created his first album called UFO with so many psychedelic lyrics about UFOs and aliens uh, and his fascination and in the pursuit of his musical career may have been the beginning of his alien life. I'll leave that for you to chew on. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Hope you guys are taking care of yourselves physically, spiritually, emotionally, uh, doing what you need to do, meditation, prayer, uh, taking care of your friends and family, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, whatever those may be. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care. And Lockdown Universe out.